following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pascrillo, and with me tonight, I have... Sketch. And... Editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Mackers. And... Minion First Class. 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 Fabian the Fever. It's class. I know. This is why we put you in the corner. That's why I'm always in the corner. Exactly. It's where you belong. Oh. And no one else. Oh. <laughs> hey, CJ, CJ's pride. a little jealous. CJ's a little jealous of you right now. Take pride of what you have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to share it with anyone. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you clean up the stains on the wall. Ew. Yeah. But the builds character. Hi <laughs> Sketch, are you alive over there? I'm down with the sickness. <laughs> you got what I got, cause boy, I was really bad a couple it's, uh, weeks it's ago. It's going around, man. I'm I'm on the upswing now. I think I, I can actually talk, but I'm going to conserve my vocalizer. So uh, I'm mainly going to let these guys do what they will and uh, just be here to record. It sounds I, like we need to make sure our sketch says a lot this podcast. <laughs> I just hope we get them to do one punch at least once. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> one punch oh there it is and then he majestic so, so yeah, this uh sketches behind the scenes secret we're re-recording this podcast because catastrophic recording failure it happens I'm so this sorry. is round two i had to put off another podcast just for this one i feel so special you should I feel special right now. Or maybe I just enjoy talking to you guys. You should definitely feel special, Fabian, Fabian, because, you know, (laughs) we've had other times where we're like, oh, Fabian's topic didn't pan out. Uh, Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's really funny. I didn't know that. (laughs) That only happened once. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, which topic? Oh, that was when you interviewed us. Oh, my God. Yeah. We never, you guys never released that. No. I no. guess it what didn't turn out to be as interesting. Mm, no, so, yeah. it's, it had bad recording problems. Oh. Yeah. We've only ever not released one other thing, and that was because the guest didn't want us to. For reasons. Yeah, for reasons. For but reasons. We, uh, Man, that was back when... We haven't given up on a podcast a yet, and we're not going to start... Time. And I had two topics, right. and one of them was the Tumblr post from, like, so long ago. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, this week on Toonami, shall we? I'll start. Go ahead. Pro- I, I, this might be the only time I say it, so relish it now. I enjoyed Naruto Shippuden the most in for this night. Killer. Hey, B, we baby. have you on a double recording, so yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, well play this back for you. Like I just five. wish we'll, we'll he was do a little twice. more drunk to make we'll him more twice. excited for it all. 
<laughs> no, well, it, it's funny because I was told how really well animated this fight was. I've seen uh, bits and clips of it in like uh, music videos. I'm like, wow, this looks oh, really good. It reflects and now, in the ratings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now uh, seeing it, I was like, this was in, insane. And knowing that, like, how he's just like, is he an eight tail uh, Chinkuriki or however yes, you say yes, it? Yes, he is. Yep. He's just one away from Naruto. Let that sink in. That that is pretty legit. And he was like controlling it like it was nothing. Like killer bees, kill killer bees, my guy. I need more killer bees in my life. I'm, I well, they might sting you, but sure. <laughs> no, it was, but it was such a good fight. And I love really well animated uh, fights. And this was really, really impressive. And the fact that it was on Toonami makes it even better for me. At least the first time I got to see it was on Toonami. So that makes it I'm a little I'm just impressed with the special. dub. Yeah, no, the, the dub for it has been really good. I really liked it. I like the, uh, the the cast that they have for the characters that were involved, especially Killer Bees. <laughs> hmm. But I mean, like the whole night, I mean, was pretty good. I mean, I enjoy I really, really enjoy Gundam Unicorn. It's not perfect. And I might save that for a topic for an article at a later date. But it's it's been blowing me away with how beautifully animated it really is. And I love right. the uh, the space fights like this is the space fights in this show have been a lot more rewarding than Iron Blooded Orphans were now. And I'll excuse me. I liked some of the fights in Iron-Blooded Orphans. Like, I liked a, a, a quite a few of them. There have been some really good ones. I forget the episode in particular, but there was one where there was this really, really just awful human being, and Mika's just like, you have to die, and then just shot him, blew him up, and then we cut to Raise Your Flag, which was really cool. So, like, there, there's been some really good fights in Iron-Blooded Orphans, but I've been much more satisfied in the fights in Gundam Unicorn. Man-Bear-Pig. <laughs> just the random bear dude pig. literally looks like Man-Bear-Pig. <laughs> How about this episode of uh, Hunter Hunter? Or well, we all know he needs like... to chill. Yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, it's kind of funny. There's a picture uh, that I put on my Twitter page uh, where Hisoka, <laughs> instead of um, oh god, what is his name? Uh, the old guy that that wants to uh, have sex with Chris, or well, have sex with any child on Family Guy. Oh, Herbert. Herbert. Instead of Herbert, it's Hisoka. <laughs> and he's sitting on Chris's bed and it's like he's sitting there going he's like are you a pedophile <laughs> well I, I would normally mention Hunter Hunter and I'm sure Sketch would too considering how much we both really enjoy this series we we both have talked about how much we really really like it but we want to save right. it for you Paul I mean you seem to it seems to be the show you look forward to the most I do I I, I am very happy with this show I just don't as I've said several times, and I will continue to say, like it needs to be farther up. Now that that said, you know, it's it is where it is, so it is what it's it is going to do what it's going to do. Unfortunately, you know, so it is it is what it is. But, you know, overall, it was it was a pretty phenomenal uh, Saturday for Toonami on that day. I I I really think it hit. Uh, it's stride, even though it, it does from time to time kind of thing. But it to, like that Saturday was really, really special, at least uh, at least to me. <laughs> we well, got the next biggest player in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure with Caesar. Oh, yeah. Get them. Meets bubbles. a woman for the first time. 
immediately gives her a kiss. Or gets the kiss. You mean you haven't done that, Fabian? Uh, no. Oh. And then there's then there's uh, <laughs> Gohan basically being wrangled into doing something he doesn't want to do. <laughs> Does just he? to protect, just oh, that's true. Just to protect his identity and you know the, all that stuff that comes with it. Unfortunately, so or does he? Are you just gonna keep saying that, or does he? <laughs> Corner. Oh boy. <laughs> do but, do um, you see what no. I have to deal with? Do you see what I have to deal with, CJ? No, not really. This yeah, is, this I don't is know why, why we have, you to, have to deal with out. this. I'm on only every six months. That's true. I was about to say, if this was Darrell, I would understand a little more. If You're it right, was me and Darrell both drinking, I have to bug Paul. then I could understand. That, that That's right, Fabian. You are only on every six months. Let's make it once a year. No, we have to have him, we have to have <laughs> him on at least. That is once a year. No, that's twice a year. Every six months. Did, did Awkward you silence. That? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Anyways. <laughs> So we had that happen. Uh, obviously, the start of Boma's party. And, uh, oh, and Gundam. Uh, they're trying to trying not to put Gundam Unicorn in the hands of uh, the bad guys or whoever the bad guys are. I was about to say, so do we, I mean, that. it's a Neon Xeon like people or whatever that one is called, and then the Federation. Really yeah, hmm? I'm really confused by this because it, it's kind of like. You know, you sit here and you're like, who's the bad guy? Because I don't remember. It was kind of. It's war. There is no bad guy. Exactly. Well, the Federation. Wasn't the Federation the one that's, that attacked that station? And then. No. Wait, which station? In the beginning like, of the, the series. The, like where Benajer and them are? Yeah. I thought that was the Neon Zeon. Because, like, isn't yeah, Benajer was, part of the Federation? No. From what I understand, Zeon was there first, trying to get Lepox's right. box, right. and then the Federation came in and attacked, and then they retaliated. Uh, okay, right. That's what. See, okay. So I know I'm not hallucinating. All right. So I only just rewatched the first five episodes, and I still can't figure crap out. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's a good series. I, I'm enjoying it. Um, I, 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 I love the intro. Oh yeah. I wish they didn't have to cut it. I know that they cut every intro, but man, that one sounds good. Even when they cut the intro, it sounds good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just wish I could hear the full thing. I have it on repeat on YouTube. Yeah. It's going to be a sad day when my Bob Psycho 100 comes on. If it does. Ooh. If it does. <laughs> it's like right, one day. Sketch. You got anything to say, or shall we move on to the topic? Uh, hmm. yeah. I thought Sketch <laughs> died for a second. <laughs> Sketch died a little inside. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it was a it was a good week. Uh, really enjoyed that week's Hunter Hunter, of course, and uh, yeah. and JoJo, and Gundam. Some interesting developments. And yeah, I mean, it's Gundam. Usually, it's not that easy to tell who's the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of. I know who the resident dumbass is. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you still kind of get an idea eventually who the good guy is and who the bad guy is, but this one is kind of like super complicated in the fact that you're like, okay, is 
are you the good guys or are they the the good guys? Like it's kind of like it, there's like a big huge fog. Perhaps whoever's the good guy keeps changing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I just want to know if Full Frontal really is Char. Mm. One of the great mysteries. It is no, like to me. I just a lot of if Benadja will ever call Audrey by her real name. <laughs> no, your name is Audrey. Gee, Benadja, you're not very adaptable, are you? You no, told me it was Audrey. <laughs> I don't care I mean, about your real so, name. I like Audrey better. A couple of a couple of buddies were telling me about like how awesome Char was, and I was telling them how I'm just watching Unicorn for the first time. I'm like, oh, so that's Char, and they're like, well, they don't exactly, you know say yeah. it right now so you don't know if it really is and like everyone's saying oh it has to be him but it can't be him uh he looks like him so it's just kind of like it, it to me if I it find looks out, like a shard I, sounds like a shard yeah, smells like a yeah. shard it still might it is a shard, shard. <laughs> i'm just it's wondering just, if it'll ever more... end in izard <laughs> but um yeah so let's just, get to I, the... I find that interesting that's all let's let's uh get to the talk back here uh cj would you like to do the honors i would actually i i Found a new love of reading talkbacks. I hold I the power in my hands. <laughs> and don't don't let it go to your head, or you'll be in the corner. Oh, it went to my head before, so <laughs> we'll we'll have to be a little careful. But uh, we'll we'll start off. We'll start off with uh, Jefferson Craig. Happy birthday, Bulma! It's lovely to see how you've developed since Dragon Ball. Emperor Pilaf is so insignificant that you know Goku and Bulma haven't mentioned them in stories to their children. Nope. <laughs> And it's funny, no, too, the, because of how important they were in Dragon Ball. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, they're so in, insignificant that it's like they don't even remember them from back then. <laughs> so to be, to be fair, Goku doesn't really know anyone. Well, that's besides, true. Besides, like, the people in his life, like, constantly. Like, who remembers even the like, bunny that but, he put on top of a moon? <laughs> oh, God. But even, like, uh, Yamcha and Bulma, like, they should have remembered him. And neither one of them are like, oh, I, I yeah. would expect Bulma to just because she's like the smartest woman in this uh, universe. Not so much Yamcha. Yamcha's just useless. I mean, back then oh, she yeah. wasn't smart. She was very sexual, but she wasn't she wasn't really smart. I mean, she no, she she still kept her intelligence. It's just she was compromised. A Every lot. other second drag, drag she was ball. lifting up her dress. <laughs> I wouldn't exaggeration, but. It she seems was like compromised it. a lot, but her smarts didn't exactly like. Whoa, whoa, she wasn't whoa, whoa. wait a minute, wait a minute. She used the perversion of others to her advantage. Well, I mean, like the author kind of just like threw her into those things just True. for shits and giggles. But I, I mean, it's not True. like she like was stupid this entire time. And then, oh, now I'm smart. Oh no, I, I'm, I'm not saying like I mean, she, she was. She gained she, more, yeah. She wasn't like completely stupid, but it was like she was more crafty even, than smart back then. Yeah. And also, I, I feel like when they did Dragon Ball, they kind of just made her, at the time, the typical woman. Like, oh look, I can show you, I can show you my assets, and I can get, I can get places or something. And I kind of found that like, I would, I would kind of rephrase the way you put that. Just eighties manga. Just it's eighties manga. Just my two. I would accept that much more than what you said earlier, personally. But that's just... moving on. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just saying, like it it it's just weird that yeah, Lucy did you know... in Fairy Tale in the first episode. Oh, Can't so I don't have a talk, discount? Don't you talk about my wife? The guy who did that. not give a shit. <laughs> yeah. So, 
But uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, All right, moving on. Josh Knighton writes in, Well, now we know who designed the security on the PlayStation Network servers. (laughs) Yeah, the network servers I hear aren't very, very Very elaborate Dragon Ball security. All you have to do is unplug it. (laughs) Yep. That seems uh, that seems kind of uh, just like the fatal flaw in everything. Where it, think of it, I feel like that whole gag was like Buggy the pirate in One Piece, pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right, we will now move on to Kyuki Kun, referencing uh, Videl attacking Gohan's crotch first. The Great Saiyan Man is one lucky guy. I'm pretty sure this is what made Gohan marry Videl down the line. He cracked the case. This was. A this, face it full was of Adele crotch. It it was it was this. <laughs> eh, yeah. Or is I, this I, why Videl married Gohan? Perhaps Ooh. he was thinking, if she can do this, what else can she do? Ooh. Oh, we're heading into Darrell territory, and I like it. I like it. You're a good minion first class, Fabian. Listen, I didn't get here by doing nothing. Oh, I thought you just got in for good looks, but okay, you know, whatever. Listen, I know my He's master. Just I know my his friends. Assets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, Bulma. <laughs> They're not that special. Maybe not. Moving on, Preston Avari wrote in, Whoa, what the hell? My whole childhood is a lie. Bulma smokes? I, I understand your pain in... Uh, yeah, future she's episode of interviews with monster Kill girls. Me now. So I, I know your I know your pain. I know I know. It sucks. It sucks when your hopes and dreams are crushed. Yep. And you go for a joke and it fails. That's uh censorship for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I Thank honestly you. I don't think Bulma smoked before that point. I, I I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. And it's kinda odd that yeah. she picked it up, but then again she does have to deal with a lot. <laughs> she has to deal with Vegeta, period. Oh, Boma, when did you start picking up smoking? When I married Vegeta. When he decides <laughs> to go training instead of celebrating the Wait, day of my birth. I don't think she actually married Vegeta. And yet another reason to smoke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, it seems like it, but you don't ever like get the indication that it really happened. It's really weird. so but semantics let's move on (laughs) i'll find that marriage certificate for you paul josh knighton writes in so you do work yeah i do i know i should try uh so you can get a day pass from being dead is that kind of like a get out of the dead free card what the heck are we are we just gonna let that one go? I, I got. I don't remember. I'm trying to think of something. I don't remember what that it. was from. Is that DBZ Kai that's, or Super? That's, yeah, that's DBZ. Goku gets a day pass to do the tournament. Oh, oh okay. Which is Sorry. hey, that's convenient. I mean, I, I wish I could get a day pass for a, for a lot of things. So yes. <laughs> Here's the thing. He probably could have contacted his family kind of whenever he wanted to, and he didn't. <laughs> Are you really surprised by that? No, I'm not. No, <laughs> it's I'm not, not like, all. hey, Chi what's up? You have a son, and then immediately, uh, yeah, I know I have a son. <laughs> it's Gohan. No, you have another son. How? 
<laughs> Goku doesn't remember know when you were sick. <laughs> remember when you were sick and you had to take that medicine and then you came out and you were kind of canon is uh, it happened during the training for the cell games. <laughs> exactly. And he she probably took advantage of him when he was like down. She's like, yeah, I'm going to have another kid, bitch. <laughs> Whoa, we are getting into some dark stuff with you today, Paul. You're going to be okay. Listen, Team, St- Team Four Star went there. They did. Team, Team Four Star has gone way too far into the cell games at this point. <laughs> I, I feel like every single games. person, I feel like every single person is going to attack cell at some point. I saw the clip of Yugi Moto showing up. And he's like, rules, bitch. <laughs> that shit is banned. Oh, boy. And neither of oh, them least... have green hair, so somebody has to follow the rules. What's that, what's that one? Uh, I can't. It just came out recently where uh, uh, he, what is it? I can't think of his name. Uh, I think it's from Fist of the, of the North Star, isn't Kenshiro. it? Kenshiro. Yes, that one is hilarious. That one is hilarious. You've officially like, dated when we recorded this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, the Kenshiro was, was like, I wonder what they're going to do with Kenshiro. Oh, okay. <laughs> they did that. That works. <laughs> I don't know how Cell gets out of that, but it's amusing. <laughs> it is amusing. <laughs> no, but Why? You're already dead. And you're dead again. Are you what do you mean? To ah! that? <laughs> Pressure oh points. Yep. <laughs> Next talk back, please. Yes, yes. Next talk back submitted by D. Aaron. Wow, not something you see every day. She gave him the bird without even using her finger. That was a good bit. That, that that whole fight was really. I would really say awesome. Caesar had to eat crow, the lady but is not it was pigeon. Out. <laughs> she just looks completely fine. I'm like, come on, hypnotism. I mean, if Caesar is gonna kiss you, I mean, are you really gonna fight back? <laughs> a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Go what back is in the a corner. bird in the mouth worth? <laughs> Go back in the corner, Fabian. A very awkward moment. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't really know where we're going with that. I just know yeah, that just that was on. pretty comedic. The, Joseph the beats yeah. Caesar with a pigeon. <laughs> I'd on. say That's he was he... eating crow, but he ate pigeon. Oh Ooh. God! Oh, oh bad puns later. Oh, I said move on, but I guess we had to go there. One we SpongeBob did. reference later. Yep. Happy Kuro Kitty writes in, I know I shouldn't be surprised at the crazy stuff that happens every JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but somehow I'm never prepared, and that's the beauty of the series. No one ever is. This is true. The zaniness that just continues throughout each part is just so enjoyable. It gets better every season. It does. It does. And I'm glad people still kind of like shocked at like what's going on not necessarily the brutal scenes but like the simply just bizarre for a lack of a better word man scene. i couldn't hardly believe the in the season four when he went to the restaurant the things that happened there <laughs> <laughs> no i was like oh, whoa boy i'm glad he didn't fix his stomach ache some other way <laughs> uh do you do you, you want to go with me to that restaurant i made reservation sketch maybe we can get you healed up 
Oh, yeah. Uh, first excruciating pain, and then I'm going to feel great. Yeah, hey, you know, sometimes we have to make a little sacrifice. No to pain, no gain, right? Go. <laughs> All right, moving along. Danny Dur- Darko. I'm just going to Danny Darko. That. Yeah, we'll just go with that. I apologize if I got it wrong. Uh, his mixed emotions about Audrey, but effing epic animation. <laughs> I actually like Audrey. I think she's a pretty decent uh, heroine, but yes, on the epic animation, it is wonderful. It's gorgeous. It is. At it this is point, wonderful. I've already forgotten what Audrey's real name is. <laughs> Isn't it like just just say that she is with Zeke Zeon, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, but like, I actually think she's a pretty decent character, at least so far from what I've watched. Right. She um. Like, I mean, she's got some stones. <laughs> yeah, but she's, like she's not, not the typical that, pushover female heroine in uh, Gundam, right? And like she's intelligent. She has she's well thought out. Like when it comes to her planning and stuff so far. So I actually find her quite refreshing from what I'm used to with uh, right. Gundam series. Mm-hmm. All right, Joshua Knighton writes in. So the NTD can only function for five minutes at a time? Evangelion much? See, it's been so long since I've seen Evangelion that I honestly cannot remember what what's he talking about. <laughs> well, they have it's... plugs. If they unplug, the Evangelion yeah. only works for five minutes. Ah. Yeah, if it's on the plug, it works for longer. If it's off the plug, it only functions for five minutes. Honestly, the last time I saw Evangelion was... 14 years ago so yeah that one's any evangelion uh reference will probably fly over my head oh you didn't By see the, the way, movies on tsunami no i have not oh I, i'm considering on putting you in the corner cj it's my corner i'm not a big fan i mean if if i like are they on funimation's uh website because i just cannot stand watching movies on television uh, I think they awful. are. all right then i'll do that i think at least the first two are i have 2.22 well, I'm kind of hoping that they'll put 3.33 on Toonami at some point. We'll see. I'm just, I'm we'll see. We're coming, we're coming to its birthday back when they first already, aired Evangelion. You already know how I, why I feel that way, but that, that, that's why. You're more I, of a I, fan I, of watching it on a computer? I'm more of a fan of watching it without commercial breaks that break it up oh, in all the times, where mm-hmm. all of a sudden it kills the momentum at the point where I'm really going to wa- uh, stay and watch for another like thir- uh, three minutes of commercials when I'm already like, oh, I need to don't like, watch just... movies on Hulu. <laughs> no, I can't. No, it's, it's unless oh. you pay for the ad free experience. Ex- exactly. You, you oh, can't I don't you have that. to pay in order to actually watch anything now. Now you have to pay in order not to have ads. Like I like I've said in the past, I don't really I don't really mind Hulu doing the commercials. It's only like four commercials every like maybe 15, 20 minutes. So. But for me, it's just like with movies, they're just it. They're, movies weren't meant to be broken up. There's a reason why when you go to a movie theater, it's straight through. So I oh, just I, know. I, I can't stand watching movies on television. That's just me. You don't have I to talk support, to the choir if, about that. If, if there's more if movies do come back like uh, the children with lost voice or on, I will still support and have it on. But it just it'll, oh, God. Oh, I can't. It's just a pet peeve of mine. I can't help it. <laughs> Um, anyway, anyway, uh, next talk back from Derek Sicknick. What's the point in a damn sofa being out in space if you're just going to float over it? 
the best observation of the night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and that was on point. I mean, there'll be times where you want to, you know, just laze around on a couch in zero gravity. I know I would. I would eating some pizza and drinking some beer on zero gravity and on a sofa. Dream come true right there. You know, it's going to be even more hilarious trying to make sure that the cushions stay on it while it's floating in space. No, yeah, get I haven't back thought here. that. Should I, uh, should I get glue or tape? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or string. Ooh, I like where your head's at. Jameson so Craig oh. now writes in, and this is something I said too, which makes it really funny. Didn't know they used NBA refs at Heaven's Arena. Fact. Hisoka is going to touch himself tonight. I, that was a double uh, dose of Jameson yes. Craig. And yes, I, I was yelling at the refs at the fight. Uh, it was just as bad as a NBA slash NFL game. So, yeah. See, even refs, they're awful. We don't need them. We need robots to do that. Human refs suck. <laughs> but they robots. They point shape, they gamble, they, they influence the game. Get rid of human refs. I'm all for robots. Progress. Progress. <laughs> well, then, then they can actually destroy robots if they wanted to. Oh, you didn't give me the great call? Destroyed. <laughs> tackle it exactly but yeah, yeah I, I have a feeling um hisoka probably uh hasn't washed himself after after oh, that fight oh come on <laughs> come on well, this is the guy who took the shower like for saying before the fight. Fight. <laughs> he already seems like a pedophile already let's not make it even worse okay i already know of a scene lit down the line that's gonna you shut your make mouth. that even I, worse. I'm surprised you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Don't use my line, CJ. <laughs> oh, I use that all the time. Next time right. it's five. Something dollars. to look forward to. Yes, I cannot wait for Paul's reaction to that. I know exactly what you're talking about, Fabian. Allison decided to uh, write bits. it. Thank you, Allison. Between Joseph Joestar being cute and Hisoka being, well, uh, Hisoka, a lot of nosebleeds. See, Toonami does cater to female viewers. Joseph isn't just cute. With He's a very particular dork. tastes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Iron-Blooded Orphans gave us uh, very cut shirtless dudes. Yeah, that made me uh, quite uh, inadequate. <laughs> I, need to, I need to start working out again. The most buff children you'll ever see. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hisoka giving nosebleeds though. That's a, that's a first, honestly, for me. <laughs> he has fans. He causes yeah, hey, bleeding I, in I'm, so many different ways. I, I'm a fan of Hisoka just more as the character than that reason. <laughs> you Josh, keep telling me you don't find his voice oh, sexy. Well, I, I am a fan of the actor who plays Hisoka. Yes, absolutely. But anyway, anyway, Josh Knighton writes in, looks like Big O came back to Toonami tonight. Just not the Big O we wanted. Womp womp. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, beautiful. But good news. Josh's sickness yeah. is getting worse. Uh, Sentai Filmworks teased on Twitter that a Big O is coming. We just know it's the dub for Food Wars sketch. Don't don't try to confuse <laughs> them. <laughs> well, I am waiting for that. Also, Monster Musume. But I'm waiting for Gate, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, they should dub that. 
No, they will. I believe that's part of the dub. I just wish Sentai would put No Game No Life dub on iTunes already. I just want episode six. Um... <laughs> you just need the what was that the word chain episode? Yep, that is my oh, favorite man, episode too. That episode. <laughs> oh, that is great. I wish I had. I wish I could play that game and get rid of naughty bits. <laughs> that was really funny. And create completely healthy space. Yeah. Happy Kuro Kitty wrote in. I think Hisoka's public orgasm is more bizarre than anything I've seen thus far on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah? It's in the I'm running. trying to yeah. think. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite up there. I mean, in season four, you see animals get destroyed, which is very jarring. <laughs> yeah, disturbing. Yeah, very very disturbing. Uh, animals do not live a good life. Well, we set a dog on fire in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure already. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully we didn't have to see that. <laughs> no. All right, next talk back from MB36. Yeah, um, I had to turn down the volume during the Hisoka fight with Gon. I've heard less moaning and porns compared to what Hisoka was doing. If Gon doesn't feel uncomfortable, he should. <laughs> That's we can't let that get to him. He's in the middle of a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you hear go, grunting and panting go. all the time in like uh, tennis. So I mean, is that really any different? Ah, <gasps> uh, yeah, like, I, I my poor imitation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, like, there's been instances where something is playing, and you're kind of like, "What the heck are they? What? Oh, it's okay. It's okay." <laughs> <laughs> Hisoka's hey, fight is not swim. one of them. Hisoka's fight is not one of them. They'll look, it's like, ugh, anime. We always knew what it was like. <laughs> I, I dare people to show Hisoka's fight to people who don't watch anime and record their reaction. I would love that. Oh, send that in, please. Let's not say we did. How about that? <laughs> or, if that doesn't work, Gateway have, anime. Uh, no, 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 no. We'll have uh, we'll, we should have people send in like uh, high school DXD and show them to people who don't watch anime. High school of the <laughs> dead, kill a kill. Uh, kill the kill. I'll probably get a reaction. Well, blue girl. <laughs> okay, that now we'll probably get the okay. Stop. Now we're done. Fabian, you just you just drove it into. The... Someone had to mention the blue girl. So yeah. you want me to put the chain around his neck even further? <laughs> Ooh, do you got one of those choke collars? I do. <laughs> Me and Darrell installed it back I broke in uh, myself that. 2014. Did you just say you broke yourself? <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Just, anyway. Let's just leave that, leave that over there, and let's continue with the podcast here. The Aaron, the Aaron wrote in. Kudos to Keith Silverstein, voice of Hisoka, for giving such a spirited, dare I say, spunky performance. He's really good at what he does. <laughs> yes, he is. That's a as uh, as as Keith uh, has told people in the past, Hisoka is quite like therapy for him. <laughs> I imagine it's very cathartic. Therapy. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you yeah. call it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's such a quiet voice. I think what makes it even funnier too is how much it really creeps out Erica Mendez. <laughs> yes. Like he's he's doing that good of a job. You know what they they probably I, I would have to think that they probably 
fuck with each other in the booth. They leave like some kind of bomb. So like she comes in to record and he just like records something as Hizoka that's so creepy that <laughs> she just is like, I can't do this today, guys. <laughs> I, would, I would find it funnier if it's like all of a sudden he does his session, then Erica walks in and all of a sudden there's like pictures of Hisoka all around the booth. Just like watching. <laughs> you know there's a story oh, behind yeah. recording as Hisoka for him. <laughs> Oh, we've heard some interesting booth stories. Trust me, there's there's some uh, there's some good ones out there. Apparently, Bryce has done his fair share. <laughs> I, I know, also know. I also know a lot of people seem to pick on Jeremy Lee, <laughs> and yes, I mean that yes, in like do. a in like a, a teasing way, not not mean at all. Ben but, Diskin uh, apparently does like a Disney voice saying like curse words. I just love the the whole <laughs> the one where. Uh, uh, for Sword Art Online 2, uh, when that one guy is trying to basically rape uh, Michelle Ruff's character. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Like, autograph, character. Michelle. Autograph. Autograph. <laughs> oh, God. That, that, was, that was pretty clever, too. It, it was a nice way to at least make something that was truly, truly creepy and make it funny. Yeah, I get it. But uh, I'll, I'll move on to the next talk bag. Josh Knighton wrote in, love the fact that Gone isn't all mopey and depressed that he lost. He accomplished his goal and is satisfied with that. Good man. And it shows that it's okay for a protagonist to lose every so often and be okay with it. Yeah. There you go. You learn something when you fail. You learn something when you succeed. It's, as long also, as you, as long as you make like make something of it, then it's a good. So the referee kind of helped him out there. <laughs> yeah. No. Screw the ref. We need robot refs. Oh, will you stop with robo refs? It's it. Human refs and umpires are ruining I baseball. Referee. And I don't like it anymore. I just, I just can't. All right. Oh, here's a, here's a good talk back. Jeffries Herrera wrote in, maybe Killer B should ask Jason to have one of his songs to be released on the Adult Swim singles in 2017. <laughs> yeah, he just came up with the baddest uh, rhyme that episode. Tweet of that, that had to have been tweet of the night. That is so good, so freaking good. That'd be great. Paul would listen. Paul would listen to a Killer B single. Move on to the next talk, man. Oh, what do you got against Killer B? <laughs> what, do you, what do you got against Killer B? He spins the next one is Killer line. B, though. Read it, man. It's basically just it's basically just Darrell drunk. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots drank. Ooh, oh. <laughs> and that's when Fabian got choked even harder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, 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 stop hey. that. Tell Paul. Both of you, behave. Anyway. Hey, 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 <laughs> read the talkbacks, I'm in charge. <laughs> Rob Barracuda wrote in, he, may, he might not be Killer Mike, but Killer B certainly got more bars than Gucci Mane or Migos, and God bless he does. All Gucci Mane says is burr, so I mean, that's already more than what he does. He's also got eight tails, so I guess he's got that going for him too. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a. He, I used to be a Gucci guy, but like, not so much anymore. <laughs> so oh, this, um, one's, this one's hilarious. <laughs> next uh, talkback, yeah, from uh, Jason Craig. I'm going to merge with him, Kareen. No, I'll do it. I don't even need Chakra for that. <laughs> That's more or less like. Yeah, I definitely want to merge with him. Yeah, I, 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 I saw what they were trying to do there. All right, next up from D. Aaron. 
the hell is this? Bizarre sexual fantasy night on Toonami? Karin yes. enjoyed that bite way too much, Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It was did, you, too. Did, you not, did you not get that from uh, what happened with Hisoka? Uh, <laughs> I was going to also say, I mean, we just saw someone kiss another or kiss a woman with a bird in between. Oh, God. You know, I mean, <laughs> things have been. I mean, there was one night, and I actually think it was the first podcast I was on where it was like a, it was one with Tatsumi and uh, as death spooning, and I feel like there was other very uh, sensual scenes that night. <laughs> yeah. So. I know Paul. Paul just doesn't want us to have fun, listeners. Nope. I'm sorry. No. So, I'm I'm trying the best I can. I, I'm giving Fabian to work with. That's not much to work with. If Darrell was here. A little funnier. Just, just. I made just a little blue girl reference. Nobody cares about a little blue girl. <laughs> uh, Darrell uh, already ruined that. Okay. Darrell is going to give you a promotion if you keep this up. <laughs> or Maybe at least it's another like one. crying in the corner over here. Oh, I already did a little blue girl. Oh, shut up. <laughs> All right. Next talk back from Josh Knighton. Said it before, we'll say it again. Sometimes I think the Toonami music videos are weird just for the sake of being weird. There's a thin line between being artistic and being weird just because you can. Oh, shit, I forgot that. Yeah, music that's, like, uh, that's like Kanye West in a nutshell lately, so I understand completely. Oh, God. <laughs> he was great, and he just went off the rails. He's still a damn good producer, though. I, I give I give him that. He he knows his stuff in producing music. And uh, sorry, CJ, but I'll take this one from you. What? Yep, I get to read the email. Fuck you. No. <laughs> no. The power's been taken. Directed towards me, anyways. You don't know anything about Toonami Australia. There's a Toonami Australia. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So how many kiddings was that, and what is the final outcome? Shut up. Go back to your corner. I'm always there, though. I don't care. Go back in there. Engulf yourself in the corner. Yay. <laughs> so this is an email from Matt, and it says, Late in 2016, you guys mentioned the possible return of the Australian tsunami in the near future. Is there any new information about it? Thanks. Stay gold, Matt. Well, Matt, I can tell you that if you listen to two podcasts from now, <laughs> I include some news about this. So, uh it's a good thing that we recorded this, by the way. Um, yeah, so if you want to hear that, you can. I would. Say, I think it's going to be two thirty-two, I believe, that it's in, or two thirty-three. Uh, I finally got some information about that, but you have to wait and listen to that podcast. Sorry, I like to keep people waiting. <laughs> That's not very nice. I'm actually not cool with that. I want to know now. You're teasing us. Sorry. Teasing the listeners. I'm a very, I'm a very uh, good tease. Says who? Don't himself. you worry about that. Certainly not Darrell. I don't touch Darrell. <laughs> Is it the other way then? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes. I can confirm. Makes sense. Um, I'm in the basement all the time. I know what. <laughs> yes, you are. You barely get fed scraps these days. <laughs> I get upgrades. When I perform well, I get upgrades. Uh, I get water. All right, so right. our topic. Right, no, no, no. We have news first. We have news? Yes. 
So we hardly ever have that. Shh, shh. Let's get into the news right now. Why are you whispering? Because I can. It's kind of sexy. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. All right, so, and now we come to the news. And, uh, oh, look, Sketch is here. Ah, wild sketch appeared. <laughs> sketch likes to come in and out. That's that's what he does. Hmm. So I was originally just going to record ratings, but uh, we got some news, didn't we? Oh yes, we did. So uh, I know you want the pleasure of uh, talking about some of this. So by all means. Ah. Well, first things first. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, this episode will probably not be posted before the first episode airs, but, well, we kind of wondered if this would happen, and sure enough, they are getting HD tapes for Ghost in the Shell's standalone complex, so we're not using those busted old 2004 tapes anymore. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell was done by Production IG? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they must have had the HD tapes. Good, awesome. See, another another good reason why they're going to Japan, folks. See, indeed, so. indeed. So yeah, I mean, it's still an old show. It's not a different show, but it's gonna look better than it has in quite some time. So tune in. I'm kind it's of a good show. I'm kind of hoping that they don't do the whole uh, thing they did with Dragon Ball Z Kai. Hmm. Not the final chapters, obviously, because they're not doing that with final chapters. But oh, you you mean the borders? That no, yeah. they they won't have to do that. It's actually, uh, it was actually animated in uh, sixteen by nine. Awesome. So when it originally aired on Adult Swim, of course, sixteen by nine was kind of uncommon. So what they had were standard definition four by three tapes that were letterboxed. And they did this for a couple of other shows like Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. And when they aired these on Toonami in recent years, they just used those same old tapes and stretched them, which uh, mm. <laughs> didn't look I mean, good. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't really see anything that was wrong. but there It again, honestly like, wasn't I'm... that bad because it is a really well animated show. But right. nonetheless, uh, mm, video files would would definitely find fault with how they were presenting well, such we know a who, fantastic anime. Yeah. Oh yes. We know who would find fault in that, but we'll not. We won't and uh, Jose is very pleased that they're going to be airing it in HD. I noticed. And then he also put that he, that if only IGBX could do that. If only, <laughs> if only who knows, maybe they did shoot it in that. Who knows? Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, IGPX was originally animated in HD. Right, but what, then what was he can? I am confused. Then I guess. Well, the I'm, thing is, the HD masters are not so easy to get. Well, they are going to Japan, <laughs> and I'm sure they're going back again. So they could be like, "Hey, give us those masters." 
And then Jose would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm doing the Blu-ray. <laughs> you bet he will. Um, and they can't complain because he did a great job on the first one. So there you go. Yes, he did. It's a fantastic set. So, other news. Yes. Well. Well, I guess not news. Maybe more of a confirmation. Kind of a adjustment of prior news. Now, previously, it was reported that Samurai Jack would be airing at 11.30. This was announced via a Adult Swim bump. And we had a bit of a conversation about that in a previous episode where we kind of speculated what that actually meant. And some of us thought... Maybe they just weren't ready to announce 11 o'clock. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it was a hint that Dragon Ball Super would air at 11. Or maybe there was no expansion at all. Well, we are very happy to announce that Samurai Jack will be airing at 11 p.m. And Toonami is expanding. Woo! (laughs) Simmer down, Sketch. Simmer down. (laughs) I will not simmer. Simmer. Damn it, man. It hasn't happened yet. a great moment in Toonami history. (laughs) It is. Well, let's see. So this is the first time that Toonami's been at 11. Because technically, if we go back to the Cartoon Network days, they ended at 11. And Adult Swim began. That's true. So this is the first time they've started at 11. Mm -hmm. uh, Especially since they started on Adult Swim. And then this um, this is going to be a, what, let's see, four and a half hour block, right? Yes, it is. Four and a half hours. So, you know, it's it's looking good. It's definitely looking good for Toonami these days. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know where Attack on Titan is going to go if it comes out in April, but um, I don't know. We'll have to find out, I guess. <laughs> I, I really think I, I'm really getting on the idea that was it you that said it or was it somebody else that said it on the podcast about Jojo taking a break? I have mentioned that at one point or another. Yeah. It's a possibility. And if they wanted I, to do a broadcast dub of Attack on Titan mere weeks after Japan, that would probably what they would have to do. Right. So I, I'm thinking that's more uh, more or less what they're going to do. If not, then the block will obviously, you know, which that might be where they're going with it. We may get a five-hour block here. So, Ooh. <laughs> Sketch is wetting himself right now. <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily want a five-hour block if that means pushing everything else down. Well, see, here's here's the thing, though, Sketch. Um, you don't want Hunter Hunter it too. <laughs> no, 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 no. I agree. No, no, no. I do agree with that. I I want them to move Hunter Hunter up. Is what I want them to do. Uh, if um, only. Will that happen? Probably not. But here here's the other thing too. Like, if you think about it, I think when Adult Swim originally made Tsunami twelve to six, because if if you remember all the interviews and what, the conversations that we've had, the only reason Toonami was expanded beyond the three-hour blo- the three hour block that repeated was because Adult Swim wanted that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason and Gil didn't push for that. Adult Swim wanted that. The network wanted that. So mm-hmm. that's why it was there originally. And they so, said that it wasn't sustainable because you just can't play those reruns forever. You right. have, and, in order to expand, you need more new content. Right. And that's the thing. Like, 
now we actually have long running shows, which there's your there's the intelligence right there. You have these long running shows that can take spots, you know. So I think that's a brilliant idea if that's where they're going with it. Um, I, I, I don't know if I would go beyond five hours, but there again, what other long running show would they get? You know what I mean? So well, they don't need more long running shows. They need more short true. shows. <laughs> but, and, and, and do keep in this, do keep this in mind people that if Toonami could technically do, do a couple things here. For example, when it's Samurai Jack is done, they could switch some things around and still keep the 11 o'clock time slot. Um, I don't know if they would do that. I mean, I, I, you know, for me, we always kind of thought like the 11 o'clock would be for a special occasion. And well, Samurai Jack is don't get much more special than that. (laughs) Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm very interested to see what they're going to do here. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's a very strong possibility they'll be able to hold on to 11 o'clock beyond Jack as long as they get Attack on Titan Season 2 right away. Right. If they can't do that, they could probably still do it, but do you I think, think they'd be hesitant to do it. Do you think they would repeat it at 11 o'clock after it went through its run, or do you think they would move it back? Oh, boy. I think they would probably just repeat it at 8.30. You know, I was thinking about that, but smarter. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why they put it, they put Samurai Jack on, back on. Um, but there oh, again, yeah. I mean, I mean, they could they could actually even if they wanted to, they could technically um, they could put it anywhere on the block. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I see them doing something. I don't know. I, I see them either. Moving it back or keeping it at eleven. Now, as we know, re reruns don't really work that well. Um, but there again, uh, but there again, I don't know again, about here's... sticking it in the middle of something. That that seems like it would be a bad idea. Right, but if you if you think about it though, here here's the thing though. If they were to if they were to still rerun it at eleven, um, and I'm not saying they would do this, and I'm not saying that it's a good idea to do this, but they might. Samurai Jack, Samurai Jack's not going to be on like Hulu or anything. It's not going to be on DVD or Blu-ray. Not the so, new one. So, no, no. So, I mean, they they could they could foreseeably actually do that with Samurai Jack and repeat it there because there are going to be some people that are going to be like, oh, I can't, I didn't see it the first time I went through. Okay, keep the eleven o'clock time slot and still do it. And then here's hmm. the other thing: people can't complain that it's that it's too low on the block that they can't see it. You know, so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that 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 doesn't that makes sense to me, but you know, if they moved it back, that also makes sense as well, so Yeah, know. I don't know. That's in a way I think it makes more sense to leave it at eleven o'clock even if it's in right. reruns. Yeah, exactly. Partially I... because competition is fiercer at eleven o'clock and right, you, yes. you'll keep Dragon Ball out of the crosshairs of tougher competition if you do that but i also don't think it's the best idea to lead off with a rerun true kind of depends on how well it does right well uh, dude it's it's gonna do really well everybody i have seen probably about 90 to 95 percent positive feedback about this 
And really the only the five percent, the five to ten percent that I'm talking about that doesn't like it mm-hmm. is probably mostly just trolls, honestly. Here's the crazy thing. Because Family Guy will be at ten thirty, I mean we pretty much figure that. There's a possibility Samurai Jack will beat it. Yes, yes there is. It could pull a Rick and Morty. <laughs> well, you know, I was also thinking that maybe they put it at eleven because with uh, SNL doing as well as it has been lately, they might have wanted to preempt that because SNL doesn't start till about ten or not ten. Wow, I'm losing my mind. Like a well, 11:30. East Coast time. Yeah, eleven thirty-five ish, kind of, because the you know local news goes up to about. It usually is a little bit over. 11:30 at least here in Rochester. So, you know, I mm-hmm. mean that makes sense why they moved it up and I'm I'm glad that they did because I think that that's a great show to lead off Toonami. And it's a great show, you know, even if it was still Dragon Ball Super, it would be a great show. Now, what's going to be really interesting to do to see is if A they still play that shortened uh intro for D- Dragon Ball Super or if they make a custom one for it. You know, I think they should make custom intros for Super and Kai. Yeah, they did it back in the day. I mean, why not? I mean, that would that that right there makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't think those openings or Dragon Soul, for that matter, really wins over the casual crowd. Yeah, <laughs> they'd so, rather have uh, uh, a custom tsunami opening. Right. So I think we spent a little bit t- enough time on that right there. So. Um, yeah, you guys want to see the short, you guys want to see the short promo that was on pre-flight it is currently up on our Twitter page at tsunami news and also on the Facebook page facebook.com slash tsunami faithful official they are both there so if you didn't see them they are there for you to see so um, and it's it's nothing like special it's a 10 minute pro, 10 minute promo yeah 10 minutes 10 promo. minute <laughs> 10 second promo wow I'm losing my mind um, so uh yeah so go see it half an episode Um, man (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) so i figured while sketch was here we might as well do the ratings because yeah the ratings and uh let's start with the eight o'clock show of dragon ball super all right showing i should say Mm -hmm. well the uh, eight o'clock premiere of dragon ball super Managed at 851,000 total viewers, 417,000 were 1849, which is about what I expected it to be able to do in general. Well, the 18 to 49, I think the, the total viewers could be higher. Uh, so I, I think that's that's about normal, and that's not unusual for Adult Swim at that time. The first week, not surprisingly, you know, there was a lot of hype, so I I think well, it's kind of leveled off to a about right. where it's going to be. It might I, I th- increase when action picks up, but I I, I kind of think that also what's going on here too is people are actually watching in tsunami rather than going for the eight o'clock. Um, oh, most likely showing of it. So, um, and you know what? Honestly, that's a better time too. So, you know, yep. So following that, Samurai Jack's 8.30 airing got 601,000 total viewers and 313 of which were 18 to 49, which is a good ratio considering the total viewers. 
And that's mm. still a little on the low end for Adult Swim at 8.30, but not bad. Uh, I know some people are alarmed at the drop-off between brand new Dragon Ball and really old Samurai Jack. But... <laughs> well, and here's the other thing. You can watch the original Samurai Jack on Hulu, so yes, it's not a can. surprise. So... No, it's know. it's not really. I yeah. It kind of doesn't matter how well that does. It's, no, it's free to air. <laughs> They're also, just kind of throwing it on because they can, and because it builds uh, builds interest in the upcoming season. Well, and I, and I also think that it's to kind of remind people of, hey, this is Samurai Jack. This is what it used to be. Remember this cool show? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving on to uh, Toonami's actual ratings. That was outside of Toonami, so mm-hmm. Toonami's ratings. And thankfully, it's a nice increase from the previous week, which was oof. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of gra- grabbing kinda... the collar after that one. Oh, like, oh. yeah. Oh. Well, me and you were kind of like, oh god, if Kai does that bad again. <laughs> <laughs> So how how can Dragon Ball do that bad? (laughs) Yeah. So it goes against the laws of nature. Uh, But we're back. Uh, (laughs) Thou shall not sin on Dragon Ball Z guy (laughs) or something. I don't know. Mm. That that time slot is usually usually does really well. So it's kind of surprising to see it under a million. So but at least this week it didn't do that. So. Yeah, it's still a little low for my liking, but I mean, considering Family Guy pulled in 1.4 million, it's not bad. The retention between uh, Family Guy and Dragon Ball Super, I mean, Dragon Ball Super's retention of Family Guy remains very, very good compared to pretty much anything else on Adult Swim, so nothing to be worried about. Not at all. So, Dragon Ball Super at 11.30 pulled in 1,158,702,000 of which were 18 to 49. Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapters at midnight pulled in 1,038,634,000 of which were 18 to 49. Not bad. Again, very good retention between the two Dragon Balls, which, if that can't retain itself, I... <laughs> yeah, we got some issues. Yeah. That, that would be worrisome. Yes, definitely. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure at 12.30 got 866,000 total viewers, 487,000 of which were 18 to 49. Gundam Unicorn at 1 a.m., 797,000 total viewers, and 457,000 were 1849. Still a good ratio. Right. Like, the total viewer numbers are mm, less than desirable, but, I mean, if it's still pulling in over 400,000 where it counts, I don't think anybody's going to be sweating that. I'm certainly not. Hunter Hunter at 1.30 got 779,000 total viewers, 442,000 of which were 18 to 49. That that kind of held uh, Gundam's ratings a little bit too, so that was pretty good. Yeah, cool. it held Gundam very well. But then, an aberration. 
<laughs> it happens on occasion. Yes. A show airing later than another airs with higher ratings. So this week, Naruto Shippuden at 2 a.m. pulled in 814,000 total viewers. 453,000 were 18 to 49. And most people say it's probably because of Killer B. Well, we are getting into that part of the of of Shippuden. So, and you know, here's the other thing too. You know, it, it goes to show you this is this is the kind of point that I that I've been making all along that Shippuden does really well and there are spots where it will do the ratings that it needs to do and that's definitely more than what it needs to do at that time slot so you know you could probably put that up higher and it would do well i think it would do really well if they did that i mean people don't keep in mind that disney never played these episodes so these are technically brand new broadcast episodes so Mm -hmm. there you go Another grand experiment in airing music videos. <laughs> I wanted to make note of this as they aired Moon Duo's Cold Fear music video directly after Naruto Ship It In, whereas they usually air them in the middle. Hey, didn't they have ratings for that? They did. And I'm about to read them. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. So, as a reminder, Naruto Ship It In, 814,450 or so, which thousand were in the 1849 demographic and with Mundo's cold fear we are down to 647,000 total viewers 375,000 which are 18 to 49 still a good ratio but what (laughs) it kind of hurt it It uh yeah it kind of hurt and uh it definitely hurt one piece (laughs) yes it did which did in fact hold that very well at uh, 627,000 total viewers and gained slightly for 376,000 viewers, 18 to 49. Just, just a tiny gain. And the final rerun of One Punch Man pulled in 671,000 total viewers and 416,000 were 18 to 49. Not bad. Pretty good week overall. Very odd yes. with Naruto Shippuden. But well, it, and, and One Punch Man was up too, so... Yeah, but that's not that unusual for One Punch Man to beat One Piece, honestly. You know, you know. actually, while we're, while we're talking about these ratings, uh, let me pick your brain for a minute, Sketch. Um, okay. do you think Do you think that if Toonami is, let's say they do do five hours coming up here, mm-hmm. do you think that that might be because of how the ratings are doing between uh when toonami ends so that would be like the 330 time slot to four and then all the way down except for king of the hill do you think maybe 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 we're doing a reverse now again (laughs) Hmm. a little bit maybe i how well the the block does after 330 kind of depends on the week right Uh, like king of the hills remarkably stable at (laughs) 5 a.m. most of the time probably because it's the only airing of that night right in that hour but i don't know uh rick and morty is just kind of skating by the hour right now i don't know how long that will last it'll be interesting to see what well 
They'll probably just drop one Rick and Morty and keep American Dad and the two family guys when they expand Toonami starting at 11. But the tricky thing is they need at least, well, I mean, to do this easily, they need at least uh, two hours of shows that they, well... Not not even that much. They they need an hour and a half of shows airing after well, that can also I mean they need an hour and a half of comedy airing before Toonami that they can repeat. Otherwise right. they, they have to do stuff like play shows that don't air. And honestly I wish they would do that. Well, but but if you think about it too, like the thing that's really worked at least on the back side of tsunami is having a having American Dad there. So if you think about it, if let's say tsunami were to end at four, you know, and the, so it would go four to four thirty, four thirty to five, five to five thirty, five thirty mm-hmm. to six. All those those four time slots were Adult Swim. That would actually make sense because if you think about it, you got. I mean, it's technically three hours before tsunami, but we'll say two because those other two shows would probably be in tsunami anyways. Mm-hmm. And then, and they're strategically placed there because Cartoon Network ends at eight o'clock, so mm-hmm. makes sense. But then you would have two hours at the end of Toonami, which I, I think, I mean that that would work. I think, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, we haven't done this in what this is like two or three years now that we haven't done done it, getting mm-hmm. lower and lower back there. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, and. Yeah, I know it. It it would push back some shows like One Piece and um, Naruto Shippuden, but and Hunter Hunter they better move that up actually. But um, <laughs> you know, oh, you, you're thinking of that kind. Of, um, I think they could probably play another rerun and not necessarily have to expand to push those shows later. But I, it kind of depends on what they want to do. I mean, Certainly, yeah, I mean, uh, it really depends. Honestly. Help with the rotation of new content if they were willing to push some shows later, but I don't know if that's necessarily the best idea. Honestly, well, I wish they'd just rerun Space Dandy after Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> well, but maybe we'll see. Reruns, eh, they probably shouldn't air more than one rerun, honestly. And you know, I I think I have a feeling like we'll we'll probably talk about this in episode two thirty one anyway. So I mm. think we're gonna end it there, so that way we can have some more going back and forth, so to speak. Plus the stupid heater is starting. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you, Sketch, for helping me. Oh sure. And that was the news and ratings. All right, so that was the ratings and the news. So Ooh. now. We're on to the topic. Man, that just flew. It, it, it felt like it did. Like, wow. <laughs> um, so Fabian is on because he has a topic that he wants us to do. So what is that topic, sir? This is just a topic that's been in my head for like a while since like last year. Wait, let me stop you right there. Isn't there a lot of things in your head? There's a lot going on in my a mind. A lot of those things that Darrell put in your head from the conditioning. Well, if that's the case, then this topic would be who's the hottest person in a on Toonami? Like, who's your favorite waifu in that? <laughs> well, we already know that that's sketch. That's right. <laughs> Not on the podcast. Yeah, I meant I the show. Look at that. Look at that sketch. I set you back into this. There you go. <laughs> anyway. So, and what's the topic? 
Well, the thing that got me really thinking about it is uh, CJ Sketch and my lord and master Durrell recent posts on what shows from the fall of 2016 would work for Toonami. So that brought up more of the question of what is a Toonami show? Ah, uh, yes. Well, so I'll go first, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah, just just push yourself right in the forefront there, Paul. I try. <laughs> and you're welcome. Uh... I'm not thanking you. <laughs> you want to take this outside, CJ? We already are outside. Right, right. Anyways, so let's see. So I've kind of talked about this a couple times over the years, but uh, pretty much. And what's even funnier, too, is that you've been right on a lot of like recent uh, yes. guesses. So like I would definitely take what you say to heart, too, Fabian, or what Paul says to heart. Yeah, too. take what I say to heart. No, fuck I know Fabian. what's up. <laughs> Fabian, go in the corner. Oh, there, man. Yes. You don't need to there. tell me. A different um, one. Yeah. There's hey, four. I get to travel. We got to clean up that. We got to clean up that one corner. I mean, you broke yourself in that corner. We have to kind of clean it up now. But anyways, going back to what I was talking about. So um, basically the way that I think of things, and it seems to be working, so I'm just going to continue saying it, is there's kind of like three rules of what how a show can be on Toonami now. Uh, obviously this was different back in the day because, well, it was on Cartoon Network. And I think there were some things that kind of slid by that maybe shouldn't have slid by, but, you know, I'd have to think about that, and I don't really have time to think about that tonight, so nor am I awake. kind of risks that they would never consider doing now. Exactly. So, <clears throat> Cartoon Network, see. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, number one is obviously, does it belong, does it belong on Toonami, and... and Pretty much what I mean by that is, is in it is Toonami by definition is an action cartoon block. It's not an anime cartoon block. Please do not say that anymore. Even though it is pretty much anime now. Um, For now. It has to have it has to have action in it. Hence why some of the other anime out there that people want that's a comedy or whatnot, that's why that doesn't show up on Toonami because, well, while Adult Swim, yes is comedy driven Toonami is not so and Adult Swim doesn't seem to mind to uh, keep it that way two and this is a this is another rule that definitely makes sense but it it kind of has been broken over these last couple years uh, does it fit Adult Swim uh, so let's see we've had Thundercats, which really isn't adult-like, but made it onto Toonami. Uh, let's see. Symbionic Titan, eh, I mean, the case has been made that it had some adult themes in it. So, I mean, I oh guess you God. could consider that. Shake it, bake it, booty, quake it. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, that interrogation scene with Lance getting the crap beat out of him. By the oh, that guy. too. That too. Plus, uh, uh, the bad guy choking out one of his minions. Yes. Um, let's On see. Screen, so, no less. Uh, beyond, uh, beware the Batman, right? Beware the Batman. Yeah. Well, that was just picked up because 
Cartoon yeah, Network wanted nothing they, to do with it. They had the rights. They right, but there again, that's I mean, that's kind of more of a kid show, not an adult ish kind of it show. It is. It's, Same thing with hell, Clone I mean, Wars. Dragon Ball Super has been feeling more of like kid oriented than because adult. it is. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. There's another one. More well, recent I mean, example. I mean, they, I mean, obviously, we know now that they recorded two versions of Super just in case it went onto a kids network, and well. It's not on a kids network. <laughs> Still kind of kiddish. So, so regardless. It's tame. So you get my point. You get my point. Like that kind of rule is kind of stretched a little bit, I would say, just because of the fact that if it fits Toonami or if they have the rights to something, they may put it on Toonami as well. So that kind of screws things up a little bit. There's a lot of exceptions uh, to the, is this a kid's show? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. There's a lot of exceptions to that. Or is this uh, like a younger-oriented show? And the other thing that you guys got to realize, too, is with Clone Wars, they actually took out the scene, the uh, not the scenes, the uh, the episodes with Jar Jar Binks in it because they thought it was too, too much kids for Adult Swim, I guess. I don't know. Um, I think they just didn't God like those episodes. <laughs> True. Yeah, no, really. Can you blame them for that? And unlike every filler episode of Naruto and One Piece, they didn't have to pay to play those. So they don't need to play them. They're not losing any money. So. Um. Trying to think what my, what the third rule is, because that one kind of. Is it within their budget? Yes. Yeah. That's, another, that's the other thing, too. Is it within their budget? Yeah. See, you remember, Fabian. See. I remember um, all this stuff because I've been thinking about it. So, I mean, pretty much, like, they, I mean, there's not, we can't really say too much, but, I mean, in the past, there have been shows, both on Cartoon Network and on this version of Toonami, on Adult Swim, that they've tried to get shows, and it doesn't work out. And it's not because they don't want it, it's because the budget isn't there for it. Now, you know, obviously, with, Jason and Gil going over to overseas and talking to people directly, that has made a significant impact. I don't know how much money that they are paying. My my guess is that it's a lot less than we think it is. Um, just because the Japanese kind of like to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this, but, you know, kind of being able to talk to people one-on-one -on -one instead of, like, I'm on Skype over here in America and I'm talking to you in Japan. You know what I mean? So uh, I think that kind of having that kind of aspect and being able face to, to do face that. Face-to-face business is, is right. very important in Japan. Correct. So I'm, I think that that kind of is actually another thing that should be added to this, too is the more that Toonami approaches these titles uh, and goes overseas and gets these titles, the better off. You know, I guess budget kind of doesn't need to be an issue, so to speak, so much. Um, but also, I mean, when, when, we, when we first started this, Toonami had one straight budget as far as we knew. Now, it seems like Every show has its own budget, or in the case of like Samurai Jack and Fully Cooley, 
you know, you're making more episodes of a series. Those guys, those have their own budgets, but it's kind of a more of a, it's a different kind of like show budget. Does that make sense? I mean, that that's a kind different of, pool of money. Yeah, like it, it's not like a like a different pool of money, but more like, okay, yeah, we put money in to get super, but those episodes are already made. This budget over here, though, for Samurai Jack is to actually make the episodes and to get the voice actors and to animate it. You know what I mean? That does that that makes a little bit more sense, I think. So, producing something versus leasing it. Right. Exactly. But even with leasing deals, sometimes a show is a big enough deal that they can, you know, go to their higher ups and they, you know, negotiate. We need a lot more money for this particular hot property can we have this money and it seems like more often than not they're getting told yes well and and i would think that they would be stupid to say no to uh super so i mean that one definitely made sense um you know so it's it's going to be interesting to see going forward as we always say this but you know Tsunami seems to keep getting stuff that we don't think they're going to get um, to see how all this equates to each other. Because, you know, this isn't the normal Tsunami that we had during the Cartoon Network days. This is a different Tsunami. Yeah, it's rating based, but is it, you know, when we see ratings, for example, is it really that bad? You know, so what it's I'm trying usually to not right. So what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, all of this together is how Toonami is going out and getting these shows. And I, I would suspect if the trend continues, and again, this is just a wild out guess. I might as well take one. I've been right more than not, at least lately. Um, I would suspect that Toonami may try if they get the chance and if they get the permission to do so to either a finish out some other series like Samurai Jack or B, and that would probably be more, by the way, probably like symbiotic Titan or B, they may try to, um, long story about that. I, I I don't know because it, it, let me just make the, let me just say the quick version of that. We don't know. <laughs> While yes, it was written off, it's kind of the same thing with the Tremblay brothers, the ones that had the rights to SWAT cats. Uh, we, we're pretty sure that that might have been written off. I don't know if it still plays on Boomerang every once in a while, but um, the thing with that is they actually have the rights to do another either another season or another series involving those characters. So, cool. and and the, the reason I say that is because if they're going to do it with anybody, they're going to do it with Gendy. You know what I mean? So we just don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. We know that Gendy wants to do it, but it's kind of one of those wait and see games if that ever happens. But my other thing is, is I think that they may end up trying to do something like IGPX, yeah, I, I would say something like IGPX, but I don't, I don't know if I would say like, I would say it would be some kind of like existing story, and Toonami basically 
invest a shitload of money into it and uh, they so another case where they're like hey production ig what you got going on exactly like, oh, that like sounds that, good yeah. we'll pay for that <laughs> they did the adult swim did that with big O. then we got yeah uh space dandy i don't know i know that they didn't help like fund it but they helped uh get it distributed no well, they helped fund it yeah they helped they did? Fund- yeah yeah oh, oh yeah. okay I thought they were just helping distribute oh, no. it to that's, into a, to a wider audience. That's another one of those series, Fabian, that is probably going to be in in Adult Swim's possession for a long time, if not forever. <laughs> um, so, forever? and that's a smart forever, thing. Forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, baby. Like so, ghost in the shell, standalone complex. Exactly. So, There's but yeah, like, so it's, go ahead. There's also like uh, two other things that are mainly based on the, the tastes of the crew over at Adult Swim, which is one also that one, mm-hmm. do they like the show? Yes. And two, is it recent enough to, um, that they would like to have it? Um, I, I would say, I would like, say I think the furthest we go back right now in shows. That, that are new to this uh, generation of Tanami is right. Black Lagoon. Well, I would say that. Well, yeah, I, you know, thinking about it, yeah, I, I would say like they're trying to bring in some other things. Like I guess uh, Michiko and Hachin is a is a different is a, is another example of that kind of. They wanted to bring that to audiences so they can see that. Um, but then there's. Um, it's basically tsunami lately at least lately they've been more like okay people are requesting this like crazy we're gonna go out and try to get this and more times than not they've been able to get those kinds of series well that's also that also goes along with what like i believe sketch had a recent poll of how fans would like tsunami to then like look at shows would they would they look at like stuff that they've researched themselves? Should they only go by like what fans suggest? Should they just continue on with like big franchises that they know will have more stuff down the line? Those kind of things. Well, and and that's the thing. Like a lot of people do complain about the long running series, but look at where we are now. You know, Samurai. You got all these long series, but the block is starting to expand. And it looks like it could potentially expand even bigger as we go on this year. So, you know, has the long-running shows that have gotten the ratings helped Toonami? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it has. And because of that, they've been able to make, and I don't really want to, don't want them to go there and do it, but it has made the, the, the point that had they had this back when they did this the six hour block, maybe it would have stuck stuck around longer. You know, I, I'm not saying they should do that again, but you know, a long running series will help you to keep your block six hours more than just having short running series that are twelve to twenty four episodes. That's the thing. When they did have that much time, they had even more long running series. <clears throat> they had Inuyasha on the back end. They had Full Metal Alchemist, which is only sixty-four episodes, but that goes well. Okay, I mean that's still a lot. Let me, let me, let me. You make that point, but then let me. I should have also said this too. 
those all those long running series that they did have when it was the six hour block, they had been running for years and years and years. Whether it was on Adult Swim, uh, or right, but uh, that was on top of Bleach, Naruto, One Piece. Was it like Jason or Gill who said that long runners help keep audience retention? Yes. Yeah, Stability. and it does. It does. The thing with American television, and a lot of anime fans don't understand this, but people in America, they like to see the same thing constantly, forever and ever and ever, as long as they possibly can. Just look at The Simpsons as an example. Exactly. True. They won't show guy to last doesn't make money anymore, ever. which is why we still have Spongebob. Exactly. They, if they like and the show, Family Odd Parents, I found out Family Odd Parents is still going. Well, yeah, didn't they yeah, stop that and then they brought it back and then they stopped it and now uh, they brought it back again? I mean, it's kind of it's complicated, but they never like stopped production on that show. They just have long hiatuses between premieres. That's so weird. Nickelodeon does that. It's, it's annoying. But yeah. now they're. It seems like they're kind of finally trying to kill it off. <laughs> but so, SpongeBob's I mean, still going. The thing is, if somebody likes a show in America, the goal is to keep them coming back for as long as possible. And if you constantly rotate your shows, it does gain interest for certain kinds of viewers. But at the same time, maybe those next shows won't attract the same audiences or as much of an audience as the shows before them. And then they're like, well, now we got to deal with this until we finish this and have to move on to the next thing. Right. Of course, if they have all of these long series and they're not like performing to a certain level, that can be a problem as well. But I don't right. think that actually is a problem. It's a balance they got to play out with that one. But I think we're veering off from what Fabian was trying to say is like, what makes you feel something belongs? I mean, Paul gave, you know, a pretty good rundown of, you know, it's, it has to have action, has to be geared mostly towards adults. Sometimes we can. You can you can pick and choose your spots when it comes to that. You can right. skew it a bit. And, I mean, it, and it like, has and to, when it comes it, to their budget, I kind of I kind of don't think that's as important when it comes to just feeling of a show. It's more or less if they can go and acquire it, pretty much. So they yeah, might. They, they're going to use, they're gonna they use the first get, two things, they would be and good. they're going to be like, okay, now we'll go and try to get it. It's I think it's right. more important for the two thing, the first two that Paul mentioned, than the budget when it comes yeah. to uh, what feels tsunami because. If, even if they have a budget or not, their shows, or let's say this, there are going to be shows that they could pick up, but they're like, no, it doesn't feel like it's geared toward adults, and it's uh, it doesn't have enough action, but yet they have the budget. You see where I'm getting, where it's like it's not, to me, I think it's as much as it is important to have the money, I think the first kind of hurdles for a show to climb would be the first two things Paul said. Yeah. Right. And, and I mean, I, I, I mean the, budget, the budget thing right now is kind of, like I said, I, I don't think that's so much even knows? a problem. <laughs> no, nobody knows. Nobody really knows. I mean, that's the thing. But They don't release those figures. No, and, and I got to say, not. like, I, the one thing that we can infer, and I think that we can definitely say, is that face-to-face interaction that Jason and Gil are having with their partners in Japan on whatever they're doing um, is basically getting us what we need. And honestly, that's going to continue. I feel like when Fully Cooley is done, you're still going to see Jason and Gil at least go over to Japan once a year. And, you know, if it's paying off, why not let them do that? 
But again, that's more that's more of like the secondary thing. It's like, for for a feel of a show. It like again, it's not going to matter if they go to Japan or not. It has to still feel like if the show belongs right. on it. Or not. No, no, that's no. Just, it has to. Again, hit it's it's a secondary thing. Right. It has to hit those two boundaries before it can come to okay. Now we're ready to try to get a budget for this show. And oh well, you know what? We're going to Japan, so why don't we go talk to them directly? Yeah, that that I would say yes. Again, are there exceptions? We have seen exceptions, yes. but you know that that is kind of where it's at right now. And you know, we've talked to these guys. We know we kind of get an idea of where they are with shows. Okay, it's not like they're trying to to sit there and be like. No, 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 you can't have your show on Toonami. Yeah, they would love to get whatever they can get, but you also got to keep in mind that, A, there's only so much time that Toonami has, and B, you know, it's money. It can it can hit those two hurdles and get over them, and they could go and be ready to do this, but if they don't have the money, there's nothing they can do about it. Right, so, but it's, like, it's, more, it's more important depending. at least to start. Right. That they that it has action and is geared toward adults more more so. I mean, obviously, money is what makes the world go round. That is important. It's good that they're going to get these face to face meetings. But for something to feel like a tsunami show, like you're not going to expect Jason and Gil to go to Japan and be like, "You're lying, April." Yeah, I mean, we have the budget for it. We're, we're meeting with the studio face to face, so let's get it on. You know, like it, it's more important for a show to have that action and to have that you know, not so much adult themes, but something that an adult audience or a more mature audience would like. And you can take mature however you want, because we've had things right. as, as you know, crazy as Helsing to as, you know, innocuous as what you were saying before. So it's it's like, what like, for an example, what me or what Sketch Durrell and I do when we look at the more recent simulcasts that come out, and I'm sure if Paul watched, he would do the same thing as well. We're just, you know, looking at what's been enjoyable, what is something that works on the blog per se, and, you know, we kind of just run with it. Like, as we mentioned in the last article from last season, um, Darrell was mentioning uh, Bungo Stray Dogs. Sketch had Flip Flappers. You know, I was looking at uh, Magic Girl Raising Project due to the fact that I watched throughout the whole thing. They they all met those two criterias in our eyes, and what's interesting is that those criteria is so like subjective. It depends on who's viewing it. I might not necessarily agree with the show that Sketch picks, while he converse uh, in, opposite of me won't that I pick, or even Darrell, or just, as it as it goes on. You know, it's just it's one of those things where when you watch, whether it be new anime that's coming out or stuff that's been already released that people haven't given enough credit. When you like look at right. some some older shows or stuff, it's we have it depends on that threshold of that criteria that Paul mentioned because that's where it really it all comes down to. Me and Sketch, I wouldn't say we're part of a movement, but we definitely see merits in Food Wars. I'm not saying it belongs <laughs> on Toonami, and neither is Sketch, but we it's do a see them for sure. <laughs> it is a stretch, and I honestly thought, felt that a lot of our picks, at least for the more recent season, were stretches. Oh, yeah, I, were. I mentioned that. You know, I mean, we didn't there talk was, about there wasn't a show really that season. Well, maybe, but there weren't that many shows that season that with flat out said this is a tsunami show. No, only drifters. not like it was only drifters. Yeah, and Pretty like, much, yeah. 
And what was interesting is just like we, at least me and Sketch, we believe that you can stretch the term action because, depending on what the show you're talking about, just because if it's interesting. Because we've watched Food Wars. Like, we're not going to be talking about a show if we haven't watched it. That's really irresponsible. We've watched it. And to both of us, because I, I, I share the same sen- sentiment, at least I think I do. If, and if, if, I, if you don't, you can chime in at any time sketch. But it's like we feel that the food battles, you know, the cooking, the shogugekis or however you say it, that is in an essence action. There's a reason why it's in Weekly Shonen Jump. I mean, that's primarily the kind of audience. I'm, it's a little younger, but I know a lot of people in the U.S. who are my age who are old, much older than the usual demographic of Weekly Shonen Jump that read it so it is it, just more or less where your threshold is you can make the same argument with flip flappers which is a show i i highly recommend it's it's a great show and i and there was some vividly just amazing visuals with uh action great it was fun. a stretch well i mean it was there, a stretch but it's one of those things where you try to find ones... that threshold do you count it as action do you count it as something that right. uh action older has a audience would definition. like Right, and that's, one of the that's ones that I'm watching this season is like Nanbaka, which has surprisingly gotten into some like decent action, but yeah. it didn't really like start out that way. Exactly, it's it, it I feel like Nanbaka in it in it itself is having like an identity crisis because on the one hand you have their slapstick uh, gag humor that you see, like when they're uh, when uh, I believe his name is Nico is doing all the like lines that he wishes he could say and they're all from anime and you know they're actually really he, 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 he did the G Gundam uh, or not G Gundam uh, no it was G Gundam it was he G did Gundam man yeah yeah he did the G Gundam like anime this burning hand burning. of mine kind of thing mm-hmm. but then yeah. all of a sudden you have such a serious fight between um, number fifteen and I'm forgetting I think it's Jugo and um the guards and it's just like whoa this is actually like kind of actiony kind of thing so and then it has its sentimental moments well right but i mean not veering too off course with it it's it's one of those things where it's like okay does nambaka have that oh it has the action does it have enough action does it it doesn't fit that criteria or not i mean I'm, I actually would say it has probably more action per se than Michigo and Hachin, and Michigo and Hachin right. made it on. So it's just like I say, uh, Paul's criteria, those two things, it's the threshold that matters. And it's something that I believe, like, I didn't quite articulate it the way Paul did, where those were the two criteria for when we do those articles. But I believe that's something that me, uh, that, you know, the group uh, looks into when we decide to make our picks for uh, right. a certain series you know there's no point so, in like bringing up like maybe jojo and iron blood orphan season two because it's like well right. you know it obviously. just happened kind of a thing you know like the <laughs> ob- that's a very obvious i would i would say for this upcoming one yes we will probably talk about blue exorcist just because of the time that's passed but you but you understand what i'm saying where it's like oh what counts as action it really it really well, stems down to what do you think counts as action well, I, I think we've kind of we've kind of mined this enough, but I, I do no, want to hear took what all the sketch. Time. I wanted my. Piece. I do want to no. hear what sketch wants to say before we Thank get out, we get on. I'm interested for him to talk about why he thinks like uh, something like flip flappers would be kind of like a fun thing to throw in. Oh, I'm and I'm with him on that. And sketch even picked Keijo, which a lot of people are like, "Wait, what are you smoking?" <laughs> and sketch, well, listen, sketch that's my, still better than Rosario so. Vampire, okay? Now, and to be fair too with sketch, he wouldn't have listed that if he didn't believe it either. So that all was right, legitimate. All right, let's let's hear what sketch has got to say. All right. 
well, I suppose I need to defend Keijo. But Keijo, it has so much action in 12 episodes that it easily compares to any of the long-running shonen that are currently airing on Toonami. And, you know, it ran in the same magazine as Inuyasha and Ranma and several other shows, Kikaishi. Like, Love Kikaishi it too. is along the lines of all those, and Food Wars also running in these magazines. A lot of times those magazines have comics that greatly differ from the action-adventure formula, but other ones kind of mix and match elements in a peculiar way that makes really over-the-top versions of otherwise mundane things which really do qualify as action. I mean, look at how many people bug me constantly saying, shouldn't Toonami play Yu-Gi-Oh? You know, I don't think so, but a lot of people think that that qualifies as action. Uh, I think those motorcycles does kind of... No, no, honestly... A lot of people do genuinely feel that and, you know, more power to them, but I don't agree. But yeah. this is the thing I, I look at with Toonami. And it, well, generally what they look at with Toonami is whatever this show is, will it work if you throw it on television and expect a million eyeballs to tune in? That is what they're looking for. And not every show can do that. And sometimes they kind of try to make it work, even if they're a little... I mean, Gundam's an acquired taste. We all know this. So sometimes it clicks, sometimes it doesn't. But regardless, it does seem to find an audience and it, it works out well enough. But for like really big picks they they got to look at these shows that are are definitely going to draw enough eyeballs constantly and the thing is action is what does well with this general audience because they've adult swim has tried stuff like shin chan they've tried stuff like paranoia agent which dev more into drama or comedy and it didn't really work out I mean, certainly there are shows that could potentially work if you, you know, promoted them well enough. And uh, honestly, a lot of Adult Swim shows were not well promoted in their heyday. But at the same time, I don't think something like Death Note is appropriate for Toonami. It's it's more you know, psychological thriller and, and less an actual action right. show. Whereas obviously Parasite is a psychological thriller, but there's plenty of action to it. But the thing about most of the shows on Toonami is they're a mix. They're not just straight action. There's comedy. There's drama. And I think when Adult Swim looks at anime, they try to find shows that have a certain amount of layers to them. Like, if there is a dramatic show, you got to have action. If there is a comedic show, you got to have a lot of action. And if you have a action comedy they want a little bit of drama in there to kind of bring all those elements together. And that's what most of the shonen series do. But you could also look at a lot of shonen anime and be like, no, that doesn't suit Toonami at all. Whereas plenty of them, it's pretty obvious. And, uh, you know, sometimes you've got to stretch a little bit. Like something like Lupin is not that action-y, but there is adventure elements to it. There are drama elements to it, and certainly a lot of comedy. And there's enough action to get by. 
Probably the biggest melting pot that we can think of here is Space Dandy, and we've had differing opinions among the masses of whether or not Space Dandy really fit Toonami. And I likewise, think it, I think it fit well. Fooly Cooly is another one that is kind of contested. Is, is this really a Toonami yep. show? Well, True. they sure think so. That's why they're making more of it. <laughs> but Space Dandy, even... If you look at it as like kind of slice of life adventure, I think the sci-fi elements adds to the actioniness. So if you have a kind of slice of life show adventure element to it, even if you don't have like fantasy or sci-fi to it, it doesn't quite mesh in with the rest of Toonami. But if it does, then to varying degrees, you could potentially make it work. But I mean, there's only so much you can stretch that. And honestly, they're going for the more mainstream things lately. I, I would love to see more things like Michiko and Hachin, which you know had a certain element to them that uh, nobody had really seen before in these kinds of shows. And I think that's why it did well. Having that cultural element and a uh, strong female lead, I think those elements really helped it do well with the audience, whereas other similarly uh, dramatic focused shows did not do well for Adult Swim. So my rule is, is it's got to be focused on action, but action has a broader definition than a lot of people think. Yeah. Like for like that variety thing where you, where you talk about like Michiko and Hotch and like the shows that I still hope for, for Toonami, uh, one being a little older and one being like slightly recent. I'll start with the older one that I've mentioned in a podcast before. Like, I still hope that they can get Birdie the Mighty Decode. Because it's like another one of those kind of like somewhat simple shows, but has the action. It's a great uh, show. It is. Uh, I bought it because <laughs> Anaplex. Mm. <laughs> I bought it. I bought it while it was with Funimation. Yeah. It is no longer with Funimation, which oh man, is uh, probably going to keep it out, off Tsunami, unfortunately. Out. Yeah, that was that's Unless a that's a, a real fun it show. It got, is. It's got it's the a really action. Good show. It's got the drama. It's got it's got some fun moments. Still, one of my favorite quotes is, "I'm going to uh, get you all sexy like." <laughs> uh, and then there's another one of like a lot more simpler. But recent that I just really liked for it was uh, Copelian from Viz. Hmm. It's I'm fine just with it as long as he didn't there, say handshakers. There, there's some there's some Viz titles that I would love to see on Toonami too. Yeah. If it wasn't for the ending, I'd say Bloodlad. But um, but no, it's just it it goes along with what oh, you're saying, Fabian, yeah. where you're kind of like. Oh, this like to you, your threshold for action was you know like Copelian made it. For, yeah. for me and Sketch, Flip Flappers made the cut. For yeah. Paul, uh, Michigo and Hotchin, just because it made it on the block, made the cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about making that cut of what we define as action. And I don't mean we as in, like, as if, uh, like, we're making the decisions. It's more like the we as in what Toonami is doing. Right. And, and, and you know, like with the, the whole Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super playing at the same time, it just made sense to me that if you're able to play it, why not? Because somebody else is going to try to get it. So, you know, I mean, you can go to Hulu and get Dragon Ball Z, but 
as far as I know, I think that's all just the sub. So you can't get the English dub. You can't get the English dub of the final chapters. That's for sure. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you know what I mean? <laughs> I like, don't know where we were going with, with that one. So yeah, go no, cool. Well, I'm just saying like, you know, it, it, some of like my things is just like the ratings, you know, like, you know, it's got to be something that gets ratings, I guess. What yeah. I'm to say. Wait, what time? Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry. Like, I just. Well, I, I think things I think are we... just happening that I'm just so confused. <laughs> are you uh, drunk without drinking? No, yeah. no, no. Um, I have Twitter open mm. and it sounded like the Celtics just made a huge <laughs> trade, but it doesn't look like it happened. So. I do well, want to touch on flip flappers. If it, if I it did, you? I would really go nuts. Flip flappers. I'm down. Let's yeah. go. So flip flappers. First of all, it, it starts out making it feel like it's, you know, a friendly kids show. It's not, it's not at all. It follows the, uh, madoka book of subverting your expectations and madoka also another excellent choice for toonami and they should definitely play it at some point and ride this train it would be uh, a little risky because the first couple of episodes kind of mm, but i i think eventually people will see it for what it is but flip flappers has a lot of really stunning animation great action sequences the story's a little convoluted in the end, so uh, that loses it some points in my. It still opinion. gets. It's still very fun, even go all the way to yeah, the end. It it is, but I I think it has more than enough action to keep people interested if they're not there for the story. But I think story is very important when selecting a show for Toonami, and obviously they keep story in mind because you know they like to do all of those. Uh, homilies and music videos and if you don't have a good story to push through those music videos then it falls flat so i think that's a very important element and that if the show is a little lighter on action then you gotta really like the characters you gotta really like the story and they will occasionally deviate from more actiony shows if they feel like the show can do that and hold their audience but at the same time i don't think they should ever go too far from that path to the point that the show has no action whatsoever and again action is a very broad definition but you know you you know when a show doesn't have any action (laughs) it's it's fairly apparent (laughs) yeah exactly i mean those kinds of slice of life shows very enjoyable in their own right and i wish there was a venue for them on american television but those do not belong on toonami in any shape or form they just don't mesh with the rest of the fantasy and sci-fi elements and all the other shows and that i mean variety is nice and all but let's not try to go too far off the beaten path because toonami is an action block and we need an action block on american television <laughs> so desperately mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So, yeah I, I so there you go i think we kind of we, we've talked the crap out of this yes yeah mm-hmm. so I'm i, I blame Fabian. this with like a small comparison to like things that definitely would have flown with cartoon network but most like would likely would not would have would work with adult swim 
like things about like competition, like what we got with Prince of Tennis worked with Cartoon Network. But if you were to try and take something like that, prop like Haikyuu, Kokoro no Basket, those like shows like that definitely have action, but the type of action that we kind of like expect, which is why like something like IGPX is like an exception to this type of competition thing, is that you need some sort of like physical violence put into it. Perhaps. That's why it's a darn shame that nobody has the rights to fighting spirit. Because a boxing anime, that I'd like to see on Tsunami. Yeah. Or Hajime no Ippo, for those of you who don't know that that's the dub name it got some time ago. What I always about, thought it was called What about Fighters. Ultimate Muscle Sketch? <laughs> ultimate all right, muscle. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I think we've talked enough about this, gentlemen, okay? It's time to get on out of here. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So... Hopefully Ruby yeah. one day. You can eat. No, we're yes. done. We're done talking about this, baby. Ruby has enough action. I'll say that much. All right, I had to say it. Not the animation. Uh, anyways, uh, so email us uh, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. If you have your talkbacks and whatnot, please do that and send them there. Or if you have some feedback that you want about the podcast, please do that. Uh, again, that's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We are also available on the TuneIn Radio app, as well as Google Play Music Store, I believe, where all the podcasts are. But we are also on, and this is the main hub, which is uh, our SoundCloud page. It's soundcloud.com slash podcast. You can find every single podcast from episode one all the way up through the current one that is on there now. So if you want to hear any of the old podcasts, you guys are a new fan, Please go listen to the episode one. I'm. It, it was really wonderful, <laughs> I guess. So you can, hear, rock, you, can hear, you can hear me and Jose start this off and see the progression of where we are now. So uh, please do do that. Uh, please do follow us on SoundCloud. And remember, if you can't download it anywhere else, you can either, you can download the, the podcast there at SoundCloud. Or if you want to just use something different, you can use the SoundCloud app to play the podcast as well. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's Tsunami Faithful Official.tumblr.com. And for any of the old episodes, if you don't want to skim through the SoundCloud feed, you can go to podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the episodes and most of the exclusives. Some of them are also still up on tunamifaithful.com if you've missed them. And uh, even since we re recorded this, our Patreon has kind of changed a little bit. Um, Patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast is where you guys can help us by donating. Uh, we kind of say this every podcast, but really we're coming up. And it's it's not – we still got a couple months before any major con that we want to go to is coming up. <laughs> Besides, obviously, Anime Boston. Yes, I <laughs> CJ, what up? Anyways. What was that? Chill out, CJ. It'll be all right, CJ. Um, he embraces so, inner Hisoka. So what we've kind of done is we've kind of revamped it a little bit uh, based on what the feedback that you guys have given us. Uh, some new things that are on there, for example, is you guys can pick the topic without coming on the podcast for $2, uh, and you'll get your name put on podcast.tunamifaithful.com. But a new one uh, that was mentioned to us and we thought was a great idea and we wanted to try to do it 
was also do what we call an interview slash exclusive reward. What this is for $3 per month, and by the way, Patreon is monthly, uh, you guys can get interviews from us a week before we even post them. So you get to hear this, you get to hear all of our exclusives, all of our interviews, and we are trying to arrange some as we speak. One of them already leaked, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and we're trying to get those, and I may include video ones in this as well, Anime Boston 2016 aside, because those need to come out. Um, we'll include all of that stuff. You get to see it first, and you get to see it a week before anybody else does. Uh, I think that's a good reward. Uh, a lot of people have asked us for this, and we're trying to get you, give you guys what you guys are looking for in order to donate to us. So I'm hoping that you guys will see these things, you will donate and help us because we have a lot of cons that we want to go to. We want to cover Toonami as much as we can this year. And without the funds to do it, we're not going to be able to attend all of these cons that we want to, especially the ones that Toonami is going to be at. Okay. And those are the ones that we want to target, but we need your guys' help, okay? I will say that we don't really need a camera anymore because CJ has a camera now. No, if I hear any more words about cameras, I will just strangle them. <laughs> I mean, if we if we end up if if there's a chance that we can do something extra, we may ask for another camera just to, you know, have that. But right now we're good on that end. We have that. Um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get the funds to make sure that we're able to go to these cons. You know, we're targeting a lot of cons. Anime Expo is a, a perfect example. We're trying to go to Anime Expo, uh, trying to get all of us there. Uh, that's not a that's not a cheap excursion, so to speak. For Sketch, yeah, Sketch lives on the West Coast. For the rest of us, party at Sketch's house. No, he's up in Seattle. Um, <laughs> Somewhere. I like the supersonics. I can dig. I can dig it. Um, but anyways, so yeah, if you guys can help us out, as even sketches said before, even a dollar goes a long way. Okay, so and and think about this: if, for example, let's say all 515 SoundCloud followers right now were to donate a dollar, that's 515 dollars per month that we would get. That would definitely, that right there would fund every single con we wanted to do this year. And, and Darrell would not touch a cent. No. And neither would CJ because he's becoming an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> yeah, or fair. is he already? I don't know. I'm I was going to say fair. It's, it's, I, I shouldn't be allowed to touch those things. No. So please, if you can help us, it's patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Sorry, I took a little bit more time this time to talk about it, but I think it's important that we indicate this, and we probably will be talking about this more and more as we get closer to these cons. So please help us out if you can. That's all we're asking. You know, we do this for you guys. We're just hoping that you guys can help us out too. So, yeah. So let's get on out of here. Fabian, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Faboober. You can find me on YouTube, the same name. And since this is a Toonami podcast, I finally made a Toonami music video, my first one ever. I think it came out really well. Golf yeah. clap. Golf clap. Is that for the contest, Fabian? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I, I know for a fact that I can't enter the contest because I'm affiliated with the podcast. 
Well, you could still send it to me. Yeah, probably will then. Check it out. Yeah. Use it as in, like an example for others. Um, and only if it's I, good enough. What? <laughs> what? Beating the one guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you can. I also stream on Twitch under the same username. I mainly play Kingdom Hearts. I got like two, 42 followers. I'm very happy with that. All right, CJ, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at CJ Maffers. That's where I uh, tweet about anime, you know, Antonami. It's fun stuff. So. That's where he lingers. Yeah, I'll, I'll linger there. You can even email me. I do surprisingly have a Toonami Faithful email. It's just CJ Maffers at ToonamiFaithful.com, which. I try. Yeah, no one sends me emails unless it's for cons and press releases for it, so that's fun. Yeah. And uh, I cannot wait for Anime Boston. Uh, the guest list is sounding pretty pretty good. There's a, quite a few people I will try to at least get into their press panel. Um, and one that I don't mind uh, sharing right now is that uh, the director of One Punch Man, that's right, uh, the uh, Japanese uh, director will be coming to Anime Boston, so that sounds like it will be a very interesting time. So hopefully I right. can uh, get into that one. That one's going to be pretty, uh, pr- that one's pretty high on my list. But yeah, no, the guest list is sounding pretty good. Um, I can't wait to do it. Uh, it's about a month away almost now. Yeah, it's about uh, so 10 days, 10 days and a month after that. So it's coming pretty fast. And Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, Sketch1984.tumblr.com. I am trying to get away from Ask.fm, but uh, still occasionally answer questions there. But you should start asking me questions at CuriousCat.me backslash Sketch1984. Okay. Can I ask what is curious cat it's just the same thing it's pretty much the same thing but the interface is better <laughs> oh okay well you can find me on twitter at paul Pascrillo. you can find me on instagram instagram.com slash paul Pascrillo. and uh you can ask me questions it's ask.fm slash paul Pascrillo. and if you guys have any suggestions uh whether it be the podcast the website uh anything that has to do with tsunamifaithful.com please email me it's paul Pascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. And uh, once again, if you guys can't donate, the best thing that you can do for us is share the podcast with your friends and get us some more followers because it's free. All you got to do is share it on your timeline. and That's right. Share, share it with your rich friends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying that. But yes, I that yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. No, I actually wasn't thinking that, but yes, I will. I will. Now you're thinking it. Now I am. Thank you, Sketch. I love you. Um, <laughs> see, see, people, I'm not the only one that thinks this way. Um, so money makes the world go round, bro. Yes, and uh, we definitely want to make sure that we get. I, I know I'm gonna. I, I've said this 50 times already, but we definitely want to try to do as many cons as we can for you guys this year. So, please, please try to donate if you can. Again, if you can't. Just sharing the podcast with your friends doesn't mean they have to be rich. Helps us. And, you know, we would love to get more followers on SoundCloud. So please, please do share this with your friends and share the podcast on your timelines. It's free. It's the best thing that you can do. And it gets us more plays in that. So there you go. But that's it for this week's Toonami Faithful Podcast. 
Thank you for listening. Peace. We're out. Back to the basement. That's not deuces. Well, that's what I need to say. Because <laughs> oh that's God. where I'm heading. I'm not drunk enough for this conversation. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs>